0: Getting you set for all of Sunday's NFL action, it's the Sunday Spread on the BetQL Network with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell. Presented by BetMGM. Once again, welcome back to the Sunday Spread, week 7 edition. We rock and and giving you our best bets, of course, it's presented by BetMGM. We'll have our bonus bets shortly or just throughout the show. Obviously, we're throwing out bets there that you can use the bonus bet on. Presented by BetMGM. Once again, it's Sean Bell, Devin, Kamey, Barrett Brooks doing our thing remote style. Let's go to the next game. Let's go to Steelers-Rams. The Steelers 3-2, and two, Rams 3-3. Three and three. The Rams favored in this game, minus 3. The over-under 44. Rams minus 165, pit 140 when it comes to the money
1: line. Three books will start with you. What do you see out of this game? What do you like? Uh, You know what? I I still don't know what the Steelers' identity is. Uh, I don't see the physicalness I saw, you know, with them being able to do what they do. I mean, even running the ball, Najee Harris has been almost an afterthought. You know, and, you know, you would think that with a Steelers team, the 52-and-a-half rushing yards would be a lock. For your starting running back, but I I can't think that's, I don't think that's a safe bet. So I would go with the under. I would bet the under. Um, Cooper Cup, you know, Stafford and, and, and Cup, that's just like a marriage made in heaven, man. So, you know, the 89 and a half, I know that seems like an awful lot of yardage, an awful lot of yardage. But I mean, I, I'd be, I'd be, I think it would be a safe bet, but 89 and a half and, and going with the over on that. I would definitely go with the over on that. Now the Puka uh, Nakua you know his 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 reps have been going down a little well, his passing numbers have been going down with the addition of Cooper Cup but um I I would go with the under with that but you know Tutu Atwell I think it's easy to go with twenty twenty eight and a half and a half and 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 bet the over with that
0: yeah it's gonna be tough because Puka's numbers I lost money on Puka last week because You don't really he 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 can get 70 80 yards and then he can get 30 yards depending on how much they go to cooper cup so there's been a lot of inconsistencies with puka since cooper Mm -hmm. cup has gotten back uh deb what do you like in this game
2: i i'm excited for this game because i think it's going to be a really good coaching matchup um but like you just mentioned bear like what are the sealers i still don't know their identity you know we talked about them i always think back to week one When we're talking about the Steelers and how it was almost similar to the bears. Like I thought they were gonna take a massive step forward this season. And you know, with the bears, it's like, obviously no, they almost took a step backwards if that was even possible with the Steelers. It's like, well, have they, it's kind of hard to tell. Sometimes they look like they have, sometimes they look like they haven't. The one thing I do know for sure is that Mike Tomlin is a hell of a coach. Um, So I don't think that they're gonna let the Rams, you know, trounced on them, but I do think the Rams are going to ultimately win and cover because the spread's not that big three point spread. So I like the Rams winning and covering, um, but I think it'll be a closer game. I could see the Rams winning by like six or or seven points in this one. Um, If I do have a prop, especially on the Steelers side, I like George Pickens and you know, a big reason I like the Rams to win is they just have so many more options. Uh, Matthew Stafford does to to get the ball to. He has Puka, he has Cooper Cup, where Steelers, you have like George Pickens, who's, you know, the main target uh, receiving-wise. But that's why I like him to, you know, show out and get at least one touchdown today, or today, uh on Sunday. But I do like the Rams to ultimately win this one. I think he'd How be
1: a, that, a, a good bet also. Awesome
0: yeah yeah i'm with that i I like the rams to win Mm -hmm. i like the rams to win in this game um cooper cup seven and a half receptions also that's a bet that i'm liking seven and a half receptions i think cooper cup gets 70 half over and with the 89 and a half and i like george pickens yeah and i like george pickens to go over 50 and a half george pickens is is kenny pickett's only real safety valve he had 130 uh, yards on six catches last week, so I can he continues to get open, and Kenny Pickett tries to find him whenever he can, so those are some of the prop bets, and so those are some of the player bets that I like, and I would parlay those bets, I don't know what y'all would think, if we get a Sean game, same game parlay real quick, what do y'all think about parlaying those bets together, have Cooper Cup over, and as I'm looking, it changed one yard for some reason, so it's now 90 and a half, not 89 and a half, Cooper Cup 90 and a half, <laughs> Cooper Cup, seven and a half catches. Uh George Pickens over 50 and fifty five fifty and a half uh yards when it comes to receiving. So how would y'all like
1: to parlay that into a one same game parlay?
2: I'll do it. That'd be easy. Sure.
1: Yeah. That'd be easy, you know. Cause I mean, you're talking about weapons that that uh have shown, you know, some consistency throughout the weeks, man. So I'd be I think I'd be safe bet. All right, let's let's move on to the next game.
0: Cardinals, Seahawks. <laughs> originally, I want to say two weeks ago, guys, we were like, but the Cardinals are scrappy and competitive. And they, they keep it close to every game within the last two, three weeks. It's been get out of here, little kid. So they've been getting little <laughs> little little boyed and sunned over the last few weeks. They're taking on the Seahawks team that's playing good football. The Seahawks, seven and a half favored by over-unders 44 and a half. Uh, The money line is Seattle, minus 350, Arizona, plus 280. Deb, we'll start with you on this one. What do you like out of this game?
2: I love Seattle covering uh, the seven and a half points. I mean, they're coming off like a pretty bleh performance last week um, that they, I think, could have won. They could have beat the Bengals. They just had a few sloppy mistakes, um, especially, you know, in the red zone. I think they'll look to bounce back. The Cardinals, like, I feel like they beat the Cowboys and everyone was like, oh, they're scrappier and they kept a few games close. But then, you know, the last few weeks they've really shown us their true colors. Um, and especially with the loss of James Connor, like the Cardinals aren't good. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are, are low key, pretty, pretty good. Um, offensively, you know, they're explosive. I don't see how Cardinals defense can really contain this Seahawks offense. Um, so, yeah, I like the Seahawks winning this one. I talked about a survivor pool pick, and I would say that I'm torn between the Bills and Seattle as my, like, definite winner in Week 7.
1: Two good picks, <laughs> to be honest. Right. Great <laughs> picks. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, B- Bree B- Brooks, what do you see in this game? Yeah, I, I think that Seattle will cover on that. And then, you know, just looking at, you know, I love looking at the tight end position and, and Noah Font at uh, 22 and a half. I mean, to me, Geno Smith gets with him all day long. Um, uh, one position that I, I, you know, I don't think um, will pay dividends at this point is uh, DK Metcalf because he always he always has a tough one against that defense for some reason. You know, going back and forth, they just don't like DK Metcalf at all. So I will go with the under 50, uh, 58 and a half and uh, Tyler Lockett, you know, just because he's my Kansas State guy. Uh, I'm
0: going to go with the over with him, 55 and a half. Yeah, I, I'm with y'all on the same thing. Again, I think Seattle covers the spread at seven and a half. And because of that, I like Kenny Walker, the third, to, to get get some rushing yards, to get it done. I like him to go over 71 and a half because, again, I think this is going to be a sizable margin in the fourth quarter. So, I, and again, Kenny Walker has low-key had a really good season so far and has played well. So yep. I would – I would uh Parlay him to go for over 71 in the yards and to get an anytime TD. Give me an anytime Tuddy for like Kenny that. Walker to have a solid game against the Arizona Carters. It's going to be a blowout. He's going to get the ball a lot in the second half. He's always involved in the offense. And, again, he's going to score one of those things, in my opinion. So that's sort of what I like in this game. So let's go to the next game. Uh, guys, like I, the Packers-Broncos, like – What are we like? Are we just talking about firings at this point? Like Sean Payton, can you please just go back to the booth dog? Like, can you just go back analyzing games? Because you ain't really doing nothing over in Denver. And that defense that which was so good for so many years is absolutely awful, shameful and pitiful. But it's. It's not like the Green Bay Packers have been taking advantage of the team. So this is a game they can actually potentially win. And it shows in the money line because Green Bay is favored to win this game only by a point. All right. It's minus one. The over-under is 45. I don't know how that much offense is going to be scored in this game. And the money line for Green Bay to win is minus 115. Denver minus one and a half. B Brooks, uh, it could be a snore fest. What do you got in this game?
1: Uh, it will be a snore but I think this is a game where – you know Aaron Jones finally takes over and and, and becomes a running back I, I, I thought it was going to be two games ago uh 50 and a half yards I, I say that Packers go with the over minus 1 I just think that's just too close this Broncos team does not have any defense they can't stop anybody I, I I'm I'm surprised you know cuz Peyton's my guy Peyton is my guy you know what I'm saying he was my quarterback coach uh my rookie year uh, with with this with the uh with the Eagles and you know, I would have never thought that he would uh he would be doing what he's doing right now and coaching a team that's undisciplined, lacks explosiveness, lacks physicality. I mean, so I can't see them doing anything. I like um I, I, I do like, you know, receiving yards right now with uh Romeo Dobbs at thirty eight and a half. Um, you know, they finally get it together. Jerry Judy, I would go with the under, 45 forty five and a half. He just he just had nothing to anything. And and um, it is it, this. This will be. You up. Don't don't say
0: nothing about Jerry. He went after Steve Smith, so he he said something slick about Steve Smith. He might say something about you
1: too, B. Brooks. Bro, Steve Smith would wring his neck. You know, what I'm saying Steve is a little, <laughs> little thicker right now too. He' will look thicker than he is right now. He will choke him, bro. <laughs> you know, <what> I'm saying <laughs> he will choke him. But yeah, I, I would I would I would go. I would, the only props I would probably go with uh is uh um, Romeo Dobbs. 38 and a half and then Christian Watson uh 53 and a half I I would go with that also love finally oh, what happen. you got yeah
2: yeah I mean the Packers um have definitely you know fallen off Jordan Love just it, it, their offense seems like it's kind of a mess but what better team to you know get right against and and look better than you have than the team that's allowing the most total opposing yards in the Broncos defense so um, I mean, I think the Packers will likely win this one. Cause the Broncos are just a complete and total mess. Like the, I just feel like they are a hopeless case right now. Um, I do like the Packers doing more, getting up early and then, you know, doing more in the run game, but I'm not gonna do anything specific in terms of player props in this one. I honestly like, I, I don't think this game is gonna be very pretty to watch. I don't think it's gonna be very fun to watch. Um, but if I'm picking a side, I'm gonna pick the Packers in this one
0: it's like do I you have, have to no choice inies? right right you have it's no choice not... <laughs> it's one of those things like we want a show so we got to pick one I, I honestly don't think mm. either one of us may end up betting on this game at all i gonna be honest with y'all because of, of how putrid both of these teams are it's one of those things like can I bet the under on everything can I bet everybody <laughs> to underperform in this entire game and it just be an absolute slop fest? Again, Jordan Love is one of those guys where I'm like, I thought he was gonna make a big breakout year. I, I had a lot of belief in his actual talent and I have a lot of belief in his, his, his arm. But I think he's he's in a situation where he's not processing as well. Like he can throw the hell out of the ball, he can throw it anywhere, and he can get it done again, again. I lost money on their last game because I keep betting on Jordan Love to have a breakout of some sort, and he continues to not do so for me. So I'm bailing on my Jordan Love bets. But I do think it'd be good best to have some of the running backs, uh, to have Aaron Jones go over 55-and-a-half, even have A.J. Dillon to go over 39-and-a-half because you're going to have to lean on a run game, lean on a balanced attack. And I would even go Russell Wilson to run for over 20-and-a-half just because he's going to have to create some space he's just going to have to get some things done and he's going to have to be able to
2: you know figure some life. things
0: out now Bruh, what would you run guys for do for his life what would you guys do with that quarterback situation yes run for his life that quarterback <laughs> situation russell wilson they put a lot of money in that man i don't know what they can do to get out of that situation they could have the potential to be in the uh, Sh- shador sanders uh or um caleb william type of status how would you create this situation how would you change it is this team the Broncos? is just saying again because Sean Payton was like yo we're, we're trying to win it all before the season we're we're not we're trying to win a championship here uh, is it blow it up time for that for that team I, and i don't even know if you can get away from russell wilson dev i'll start with you what do you do if you're the, the broncos GM?
2: Well, you just said it like, how do you get away from Russell Wilson? You're paying him so much money. And at this point, you know, his reputation precedes him. I don't think you're going to be able to trade him anywhere. Or, uh, I don't even, does he still have a no trade clause? I don't even know what his contract details are with, with Uh, Denver. Um, Um, I just don't, I I think they're kind of stuck with where they're at, especially with the quarterback situation. I mean, they can bring in younger talent through the draft and, you know, maybe work some magic with free agency and trades, but I don't really see a way out, especially with a new coach. Like, I don't, I think it, it is probably too early to, you know, think about firing Sean Payton, especially given or inheriting the mess that he inherited. So there's no immediate solution to me, um, for the Denver Denver Broncos. Unfortunately, I think Russell Wilson oh, is just there. Suck. And I think Sean Payton is there to not to stay, but at least for like the near future, I would say. Oh, uh, right B, about B that. I, mean,
1: I I don't think that at this point, you know, they can't do anything with them. But what they do, they can do is uh is draft the heir apparent. And I really think that that's the, what what Sean Payton is doing right now. He, they really want to bomb this season, go in and get their future quarterback. And then from that point on, you know, what I'm saying have you know Russell. I mean, I know Russell isn't going to teach him anything, but at least they'll be able to sit back and watch Russell, whoever this quarterback is going to be, go forward and 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 really um, learn from from Russell Wilson. I, that that'll be what they're doing right now, man. Because I mean, I, I can't see a Sean Payton team playing the way they're playing right now. I just can't see and, it. And, it, and it, this is this is a quarterback sweepstake type of season right now.
0: And Russ does have a no-trade clause, so you can't just get rid of him. He has to say so, and I'll also be interested to to see what happens with his Hall of Fame bid because it, to me he was a guaranteed Hall of Famer. But after all the things that came out about him over the last year, I wonder how that's going to affect whether or not he gets into the Hall based on how teammates feel about him and how uh, they. They give everyone else the credit (laughs) other than Russell Wilson. All right, let's go to a break. Again, coming up next, we got some great games. Chargers, Chiefs, Dolphins, Eagles, two games that are going to be an absolute great watch and that's going to give you a lot of offense in those games. So once again, this is the Sunday spread. We got bonus bets coming up. We got player props coming up. We got all of the above coming up for everyone to win some money. It's Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, Sunday spread. We'll be right back. once again welcome back to the Sunday spread presented by bet MGM on the BetQL Network Sean Bell Devin Caney Barrett Brooks still kicking it with you, still giving you our best thoughts and best bets throughout week seven let's go to our next game is the Kansas City Chiefs and and the charges I was about to say San Diego I, I'm gonna say San Diego anyway so San Diego Chargers as far as I'm concerned um <laughs> Casey favorite in this game five and a half the over under is 48. KC minus 250, Chargers plus 195. Now, again, the Chargers have been a disappointment, to to, to keep it frank. I I had Justin Herbert being in a conversation for MVP this year, and he's been anything but that. The Chargers are a team that – you know, should have won, should have won 10, 11, 12 games, should have been that type of team, but have underperformed. Once again, usually Justin Herbert, you can plug in for 5,000 yards passing, 4,800 yards passing. He hasn't been that. A lot of his props have been under when it comes to passing so far this season, but they expect this game to have a lot of points and a lot of yards. Patrick Holmes, uh, his over-under when it comes to yardage is 277 and a half. Justin Herbert's is wow. 267 and a half. So a lot of yards they think are going to be thrown out in this game. Uh, B. Brooks, I'll start with you. Where do you think this thing goes? Do you think the Chargers even have a chance? Because, again, KC favored in a big way in this game.
1: I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, I, I think that the the Chiefs have underachieved this, this season also. I, they're not playing at the level I thought they were going to play at. But the saying that I, I would still have to go with, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes and, and the Chiefs winning, and you know, I, I'll, I'll take, I'll take the points on it. Also, um, when I look at it as far as a safe bet to me, Isaiah Pacheco has showed that he is a lot better than even I saw in the Super Bowl. This guy can really play, man. I don't, I don't see how he was not drafted out of, you know, Rutgers, you know, or, or that low at Rutgers because he he is a dominant force in the passing and re- um, receiving yardage and rushing yards so I think 62 and a half is it is easy he go with the over and then you know when you look at his um his um receiving yardage, 15 and a half that's like taking candy from a baby man come on now he's gonna do that easily so I think he's that much of a weapon in that offense that you don't have to worry about that so I'll say that's a safe bet another safe bet you know go with um you know with with justin herbert and you know Ke- keenan allen 77 and a half keenan still got it man he an old man but he still got it man so uh, 77 and a half i think it's he'll have a he'll ha- he'll probably have 100 yards this game for sure 100 yards just because he's been that guy for them for so long so i'll, I'll definitely go with that i would go with the under as it pertains to, to tony man because there is, tony is bro he, he drops more he drops more passes than than any receiver i've seen in the league bro you know so i <laughs> mean i would go with the under with him easy
0: oh my goodness. Like, it's, it's been since week one i everyone swore that Kadarius Tony was going to be something and that's why the the, the the chiefs had to go trade for mccall Hardman, get him in there because Kadarius has been such a disappointment mccall hartman should be able to come in and play right away and give a boost to this kansas city chiefs offense dev what do you think in this game
2: Yeah, I'm laughing because I remember uh, after their week one loss, the, the chiefs week one loss, we were all like, well, Cadareous, Tony, like that's gonna be his worst game of the season. (laughs) You know, it's only up (laughs) from here for for Tony Um, and here we are in week seven. Uh, But no, I mean, I, I, it's hard. I agree with you, Barrett. I think that the chiefs have underperformed. um, I mean, as super bowl champions, you know, coming into this season as a whole, a lot of their games have been really tight. Um, But I do think just given the schedule and the chargers have been underperforming as well, but like just really not like, I'm surprised that their head coach even still has a job. Um, given the talent that he has to work with, uh, how it reflects, but I do like the Chiefs in this one. They have extended they're coming off extended rest where the chargers have short rest after, you know, dropping that game to the Cowboys last Monday. Or this past Monday. Um, so they're going to be tired. You know, they're heading into Arrowhead. We know what a home field advantage that is for the Chiefs. Uh, and the Chiefs are clearly, you know, looking to work on their passing game by bringing in new wide receivers. Um, it's going to be an area of focus. So I think with Andy Reid, with Patrick Mahomes, you just can never underestimate that passing attack. So um, I like the Chiefs winning this one and covering.
0: Yeah, and, and we can go with that. We we can go with... um. Mr. Mr. Swift. I'm not, I'm not talking about DeAndre, I'm talking about Travis. <laughs> With, I
2: was trying to not much... mention it, Sean. I was literally <laughs> like, I'm going to mention Travis Kelsey, because so I know where it's going to go.
0: <laughs> I had to, I had to. I mean, I mean, your girl's everywhere. She's at every game. So um, he, again, start 73 and a half when it comes to passing, go over. Six and a half when it comes to receptions, go over that's where you lean it that's where you're going to go you, you you know Travis is going to get eight catches for 80 yards at the very least so I think they're going to focus on that, especially against a a off uh defense in the Chargers that they ain't it <laughs> you know what I mean? they ain't they ain't really stopping people like that they've been in some, nope. some offensive games and I don't think they'll be able to stop the Kansas City Chiefs from doing what they need to do and stop their main target so I like uh th- that particular prop just every Travis Kelsey uh prop in general in that game but you know, I, I could see the Chargers covering in this game, but I think the Kansas City Chiefs definitely win this game, and 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 it's going to be again a situation when the Chargers go, all right, dog. Like the, the time is ticking on our coach. All right. just like you said, deadline. Right. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if y'all end up going two and six, or even three and six, you got to be out of here, kid. So, and even if that doesn't happen, if they don't make the playoffs, he's out uh so yeah. that they they are fighting for that man's job right now so but i think we're all on the kansas city Chiefs. so let's move on to to the game of the week dolphins eagles both teams are five and one five teams i believe are tied at five and one when it comes to the best record in the league the the dolphins have been playing well the eagles coming off a, a, a loss that just can't happen right Did you just just you can't have that type of loss against a new york jets team with zach wilson That just can't ever happen they didn't play well enough and I know they can't play well enough but so I think they're going to bounce back but they got to do so against a really good team a really good explosive offense Dev I'll start with you here again let's let me tell you what it is first the Eagles favor in this game two and a half because it's in Philadelphia the over under is 51 and a half what do you like in this game Dev?
2: So I was and still am shocked to see the Eagles favored in this one. But then I realized, you know, I'm an Eagles fan and clearly biased and I'm freaking out and spiraling after one loss. Um, oh, but it was no. a bad loss uh, to the jets who I do know, play everyone tight. The dolphins are terrifying. So at the start of this week, I would have told you like no way the Eagles win this. There's no way they can contain Tyree kill and every bit of that, uh, very formidable miami offense but the more i look at this matchup the more i think that this can be a closer game it all comes down to the eagles offense really being able to get touchdowns not settle for field goals put up touchdowns and you know convert and score when you're in the red zone they have their red zone offense has been absolutely terrible um and also get their defensive guys back from injury and it's looking like that is the case and that also has made me feel a bit more optimistic about this game so It's looking like Jalen Carter will be back. It's looking like Darius Slay will be back, which is massive. Um, Lane Johnson is expected to play, which is also massive on the offensive side of the ball. So look, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's gonna be a high scoring affair for both of these teams, but I think the Eagles can win. And I think the Eagles can cover the two and a half points. Plus they're playing at home in their Kelly green jerseys. the crowd's going to be crazy
1: that's yeah. it right there i mean they're playing in their kelly green jerseys the last time you can't the kelly lose the green kelly jerseys... green game. exactly the last time <laughs> the eagles had their kelly green jersey on on a prime time game was against the denver broncos back in 1995 and yours truly was starting left tackle and we won the Ooh. game so i going say that so uh, I'm, 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 I'm i mean i just like i like the props you know for for rushing with deandre swift with 61 and a half I cannot believe, it, and it was a travesty, that they only had 14 carries to running backs against the Jets. And the Jets were the number 29th ranked run defense on stopping the run, and you only had 14 carries. So they overcorrect everything. So I think they're gonna overcorrect. Swift gets the ball a lot, and um, he'll have over, he'll have over 61 and a half yards rushing. Um, and, and he has to, because it's imperative that he does. To win the game, they have to outrush and keep that offense on the other side of the field, off the field. And, uh, you know, time possession. I also say that Jalen Hurts, since he had a poor game this last game, takes control of the game. He'll have over 46 and a half yards rushing in this game simply by him going and, and, and keeping the change move with first downs and his ability to go run the ball and actually, you know, dictate the tempo of the game. Um, I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill, 95 and a half. I'm going with the under. Yeah, I said it. I'm going with the under. I'm going with the so under. So here's
2: my question for you there. Who's going to be matched up with Tyreek Hill? Like that, like I just don't know, aside from Bradbury and Slay, who has the key. And I don't even know if either of them have the ability to contain Tyreek Hill. I don't know if anyone in the NFL has the ability to fully contain Tyreek Hill.
1: Why do you want to get personal? Why are you just gonna be personal with me <laughs> like that? No, um, you know I, I think they, I think they're going to devise a plan. They're going to do a little matchup zone against him. You know, when he goes to a certain zone, whoever in that zone is going to have to double up on him and slow him down a little bit. I think the key to the game is those guys up front controlling the control the trenches. You know, and it's not necessarily uh, sacking Tua, but I think it's more so hitting him. And if they don't get to him get their hands up to shut them passing lanes down. I think they're gonna be more of a force in stopping Tyreek Hill than anything. If they can get their hands up, knock balls down because it's a shorter quarterback, I think it'll go well in them and and it'll it'll, it'll be a a better game because of that. Oh, guys, guys.
0: I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Guys, come on. Listen, (laughs) as y'all know, as we all three of us cover the Philadelphia Eagles, Anytime time they fe- faced a legit quarterback over the last two years, it's been toast. Whether they win or lose the game, it's been toast. I don't care if it's Darius Slay. I don't care if it's James Bradbury. It's been, they've made every single quarterback look a level above what they really are. I mean, they made Zach Wilson look like he was competent right? And Zach Wilson has played competent football. I don't want to disrespect, but they made him look a level above than what he should have looked last week. So now you throw in Tua in there, who's just lighting it up. Like Darius Slay and those guys, have. they've been dominant when it comes to the passing game in one half this entire season, in my opinion, That's the second half against the Rams. So I don't think they can contain anything. To me, the 51 and a half is going to be easy money over right? Like, I think this is going to be a <laughs> shootout team. This is going to be a shootout. Miami can't stop anybody. And anytime the Philadelphia Eagles have to face a real deal quarterback, that team gets over 300 yards. So with that said, a 272 and a half, I'm going over. I think he throws for more than that. I I just think this is going to be a game with a lot of offense. We're going to be incredibly frustrated with the Eagles defense letting up a lot of points. And they're going to have to sort of own the time of possession at the same time. So I'm with you on Jalen Hurts getting the over on also rushing because Jalen Hurts has shown, like, all right, let me get out of the pocket. Let me run a little bit. Let me create first downs in that way. So I think Jalen Hurts is going to be able to do that. But I think this is an incredibly tough spot. Last week, I said it's it's mandatory for them to beat the Jets before they get into this tough stretch that the Eagles are going to get into. And I think for the Eagles, the toughest game of the stretch is this game based on the defense and what they do against really good quarterbacks and really good explosive offenses so I actually like the Miami Dolphins to win in this game just because I just haven't I don't know about y'all I just haven't seen the ability to stop a legit quarterback from the Eagles yet despite you know the defensive line getting sacks and in a side starting starting to finally really play ball over the last couple of games but again over I don't know how, how do y'all feel about the 51 and a half because I think, again, I'll start with you, Deb. I think that's a clear over um, when it comes to these two teams.
2: I mean, I, I agree with you on the over. Um, it's inevitable that that Miami offense is going to score. The key to this game is the Eagles just have to score back. Like They have to put up just as many points if and then more than the Dolphins if they want to have a chance at winning. Um, and that's why I said, you know, they need to go for the touchdowns. And I feel like every single game so far this season, this Eagles offense, it just they they do these beautiful drives down the field, and then they settle for a field goal, and it's so infuriating. Um, where the Dolphins seem to be like one of the only teams in the league right now who are able to you know perform and and get touchdowns when they're in the red zone. So I I think that you know you mentioned the Eagles defense making Zach Wilson look good. I actually think the Eagles defense did well, you know, all things considered, last week against the Jets. They, yep. it was the offense that really let the Eagles down. So I think it's really on the offense in this Sunday night game, to to kind of say like, all right, defense, like we got you guys, because the defense can only do so much, especially with the injuries. Like, for goodness' sake, I they they signed Josiah Scott. Like that means like you are desperate, right, in the secondary <laughs> if you are, are re-signing a guy like Josiah Scott, no disrespect. You got Josh job. Like, I feel like it's like that meme of the water coming out and someone's like trying to put tape on it to stop it. Like that is the Eagles defense (laughs) trying to stop this Miami offense. So the Eagles have to put up just as many points and then more. So what happens? Naturally, the over is going to hit. So I agree with you,
0: Sean. Yeah, there's going to be a lot, a lot of points and a lot, a lot of yards. Listen, when we come back, Track me. it's it's prop times. It, it's bonus bets. It's player props. It's what do you like what do you don't like? What can you parlay to win a lot of money? We got you on that. Once again, this is the Sunday Spread. Sean Bell, Barry Brooks, Devin King. Once again, we are back week seven of the Sunday spread presented by BetMGM on the BetQL network. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks final segment. So in this final segment, Of course, we're going to give you the best bets, the bonus bets, what we think is going to be able to win you a lot of money, cash out, of course, barring injury and stupidity, which we had a lot of last week. So let's try to avoid that this week, Deb. We'll start with you again. Throughout the whole show, we've been giving out a bunch of props that we like, but let's go back a little bit. Deb, what do you like in this?
2: Uh, All right. So going back to sides that I like, uh, I like the Raiders covering two and a half points against the Bears. Um, I like the Bills covering that massive eight and a half point spread against the Pats. And I like Stephon Diggs anytime touchdown. So every week, let me preface this, I like to do a fun like anytime touchdown um, parlay throughout multiple games. So Stephon Diggs is going to be my first for that one um mm. I do like the Bucks winning and covering and I like Chris Godwin getting a touchdown in that matchup and then the Lions winning and I also like a Mark Andrews touchdown in that one oh that that's
0: that's oof. those are risky too it's not like you named the Tyreek Hills <laughs> of the world where you're like guarantee I just
2: woof. Godwin what's and Andrews Andrew parlaying all three of those play. The Lions defense doesn't handle tight ends well. So, Mark Andrews,
0: touchdown. Yeah, I, I got you. Anytime, what are, sca- your, what are You are, you are, you are braver on. than me. A- anytime touchdowns scare me. So, when you parlay parlaying anytime touchdowns, I think I'm going to try that this week. I'm going to try to parlay some anytime touchdowns because those are the ones that usually uh screw me. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm like, ah, I always pick the wrong they're, guy they're to anytime really touchdown good.
2: I swear I have like a spidey sense. They're really risky, but mine hit like most more times than. Not. They hit. It didn't hit last week, but it hit. The last one hit in uh week five. It was, it was nice. It's a nice payday. So, you know, you can listen Wait, to me I, or not, Sean. I'm gonna listen.
1: I'm gonna listen, Dave. I'm gonna listen, Barrett What you got? I like the Rams. um The Rams. Winning, and, 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 and I'm taking the points three. I think that's a safe bet. Um, Bills over Pats, I'm going with the highest spread this week, eight and a half. I think that's a safe bet. I don't think Pats, you know, have anything for anybody at this point. Um, Belichick, you know, will not be the Patriots head coach next year. I'm saying that, you know. But um, but okay. then, you know, when I look at the uh, – you know, yeah, that, that – yeah. <laughs> it needs to be, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but, but then, you know, I want to go props. You know, like I said, Isaiah Prosecco 62 and a half yards rushing and then 15 and a half yards receiving Two safe bets, you know, I think this kid is, is become one of the dominant players in the NFL. Cooper cup 90 and a half. You say it went up a point 90 and a half. I'm going with that. With the over, um, Jalen hurts, 46 and a, uh, 46 and a half rushing. He has to be an impact player. He has to take this game over, keep the chains moving. If he doesn't, this will be a long day for uh, for the, the Eagles defense. He has to be the the major factor in keeping the time position in the Eagles' favor. So he's going to have to run for first downs. He's going to have to play, you know, above and beyond, you know, what he's played this year. So you know, I'm going with that. And then um, Deontay Swift, 61 and a half yards rushing. I think that's a safe bet because, I mean, to, to only run the ball 14 times this last game against the number 28 defense against the run by running backs, we just didn't even use them. 15 rushes, I mean, 14 rushes for all three running backs. That's that's a travesty. That's that's Somebody should be arrested <laughs> for that. So, you know, that's me. That's this.
2: Brian Johnson.
1: Right, right. That's, that's just, you know, that's crazy to me. So, you know, those are my my. my best. And these are guys that, these things have to happen in order for them to win. Cooper Cup has to do that in order for this Rams team to win. Lacerco uh, has to run for that in order for this, for this Chiefs team to win, you know. And like I said, Jalen Hurts and Swift, they have to do those things in order for them to win. So these are must-haves in order for their teams to be successful.
0: I like it. See, I like both of y'all. See, with me, I'm going to go, like I said, I'll backtrack a little bit for what we was talking about before. Uh, Two to go over 270, 271 and a half, I think is... Easy money. Again, I think that Eagle game, Eagle Dolphins game, regardless of who wins, is going to be a little bit of a shootout. So I have a bunch of guys on both sides going over on their props. Again, A.J. Brown has consistently had 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100 yard gains uh, since he's complained. uh What was that? Three, four. Right. 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 So for him to go over 86 and a half, I believe it is, is, is another thing that I'm willing to bet. So I think that's going to go on the over. So those are two props that I really like in that game. But again, a lot of overs that I'm going to go with in that game. I said, said before the Seattle Seahawks, Kenneth Walker, again, I think this game is going to be convincing. And I think they're going to rely a lot on Kenneth Walker, especially in the second half. So for him to be 71 and a half, he's going to be over. And I might even go with some of the bigger props. Like 125 plus is at plus 260. Now, that may be a little too much, but if I think he's going to have that breakout game, I think it's possible. Again, even then with plus 100 yards, I believe it's plus 110 for Kenneth Walker. That may be the safer bet to have when it comes to Kenneth Walker in that game. I think he's going to have over 100 yards in that Seattle game. So I like that a lot. Along with Cooper Cup, like I they believe it was UB Brooks who said Cooper, Cooper Cup's going to have a big game. And it's seven and a half is his prop. And again, Matthew Stafford is a person who eyes someone and feeds them. When he had Puka, with just Puka, it was just Puka. Now that Cooper's in, it's going to be just Cooper. So Cooper's going to have over 7.5 when it comes to receptions, and he's going to have over 90 yards. So I like to – that's going to be one of my favorite bets of the day to have also. So those are some of the bets. And, again, I like the Saquon bet in the commander's game. Again, with no Daniel Jones, no running game, Saquon's right, going to go right. 60, 60 yards rushing. I like receiving also 20 and a half for him to be the safety valve. I think they make it all about Saquon, especially because if they're trying to trade that man, here you go, buddy. Look, This is Saquon. He's healthy again. We If we want to trade him to get anything, again, if he's going to walk, then maybe you want to trade him even if it's for a fourth round pick, fifth round pick to get something back from that man. So here's what he can do and Saquon can do that. So, you know, I'm picking a lot of the situations where I feel like they depend on these individuals. It's a situation like... "Eh." We got nothing else, so we're going to force feed these individuals. They force feed Saquon. They force feed Cooper Cup. So I think those individuals will get their yardage. They'll get their receptions. And Travis Kelsey, like I said before, six and a half, that's it. For receptions, give it to me. <laughs> six and a half, give it the 70, 70 plus uh, receiving yards, give it to me. So, so those are some of the things that I like. Let's see if you like this one because I talked about Kenneth Walker. I talked about the Arizona Cardinals. My man Kev put it in the chat. DK Metcalf. 100 plus yards plus 360. Dev, I'll start with you. Would you take that bet?
2: I don't know because I I I actually wrote down you know your Kenneth Walker props and I feel like sometimes my uh, kryptonite when I'm making these parlays and putting these bets in mm-hmm. is I'll take the over on too many offensive props for one offense right. So like if Kenneth yeah, Walker is yeah. going to have a big game, I don't know if dk if there's room for dk metcalf to then go off and get over 100 yards um i think i'm more likely to take the kenneth walker side of things because i think seattle's going to go up on the cardinals and they're not going to have to pass it to dk metcalf so i don't know if they're even going to need to hit uh over 100 yards to metcalf Mm -hmm. so i might fade that but i am tailing your kenneth walker prop you
1: know i told you he always plays he he always underwhelms me when he plays uh when he plays the the cardinals for some reason you know i mean other than that that huge play when he ran down buda baker uh they usually play him pretty well you know it's usually a fight fight or two you know when he's playing against the arizona cardinals you know so i, I think you know i would go with the under with that bet
0: okay let me throw this at you uh jameer gibbs is going to be the bell cow back for this game for him to go for plus seventy-five against the Baltimore Ravens, it's plus three thirty-three. Again, Montgomery you're not gonna be there to guard all those carries. You're gonna have to rely on Jameer Gibbs. And uh, and to me, what's going to be a tough uh physical game, Jameer Gibbs, the rook, plus three thirty-three for him to get
1: over 75 yards. What do y'all think about that? Barry, I'll start with you. No, man, you got two of the best, you know, linebackers in the league, man. You know, uh Patrick uh uh, Queen and Roquan Smith, they're gonna have his number. They're gonna be focal, they're gonna, their focal point is gonna be on him. They say this rookie will not make this happen against us, not our defense. And I just think those two are just too talented, uh, to allow a young guy, especially a rookie, go out there and have some success, you know. So I think they'll try, they'll take it personal and stop them themselves, you know. So Queen and Smith, make sure they're gonna tattoo the young guy, okay okay which well i was that? gonna
2: say absolutely i'll take it but now barrett's making me question <laughs> with that. i didn't really think about the defensive matchup on the other side um i was gonna take it because you know montgomery's out jameer gibbs is is the lions guy now. that's what i'm uh, saying and we know that jared Goff doesn't love playing in weather uh he likes playing you know under a dome which he will not be at in baltimore so that could mm. make him you know, hand the ball off more and and that offense to run it more. So I like it. I'll take it.
0: Now, I, we'll stick with the same player. Jameer gives rush plus reception yards, 100 plus yards, plus 240. So maybe you don't think he'll have 100 and something, but would you bet him to say, hey, he has 30 receiving yards, 70 rushing yards? Dev.
2: Ooh, that's just a high number. Um, Sure, why not? I'll take it because he is going to be like their, their guy, you know, on the ground. Um, <sighs> it's the receiving yards. That makes me a little bit nervous just because I, I, don't know. I feel like if Goff is going to throw it, he's going to throw it. Like he loves throwing to Amon St. Brown. Like I don't, yep. you know, I don't know if like the little passes to his running back are going to add up to third. he said 30 yards for receiving, um, but uh, sure I'll take it. Understand. good value. <laughs>
1: Good value. What what, do you think uh Barrett on that? You got Jamison Williams back also. So, you know, uh, you know, with him coming back, you know, now you got Amarase Brown, you got Jamison Williams, you got Josh Reynolds, all those guys, then you know, Marvin, you know, Jones Jr. That's a lot of passing weapons. So, I mean, I think Mm -hmm. it'll be tough, but you know, I think they go through the air this game and 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 not run it as much. Jared Goff got to win the game with his arm.
0: Okay. All right. I got you. A lot a lot of bets that we threw out there that, that you're going to like, that you're going to win some money on. You thought we were going to go a whole show without me saying it, but bet brought pretty tomorrow, Monday night. The 49ers are <laughs> bounce back. You, know, hey, you, thought we, you thought we were going go through the whole show without me saying it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get it in there. I had to get it in there. Listen, once again, this is a Sunday spread. Sean Bell, Barry Brooks, Devin Caney, our, our producer, Kev kicking it with us. Listen, win a lot of money, have a lot of fun, avoid the upsets. No more upsets like the Eagles and the 49ers like last week because we're not betting on that. So we need our money to win, all right? We out of here.